This is the Mormon Mixed Faith Marriage Podcast with Certified Life Coach Brooke Booth, episode number 113. I want to use this podcast today to talk about, to talk specifically to those of you who've experienced a faith transition. And really, this is a talk to myself. This is a bit of a vulnerable podcast, but I really want to talk to you in case you have experienced something that I've gone through. And in case I can offer you some perspective that might be helpful. So if you are like me and you really struggled with thoughts like, um, they don't approve of me, they specifically meaning your spouse. (laughs) So I would say he doesn't approve of me. He doesn't like me. I've changed and now he doesn't like me. I personally know these are incredibly painful thoughts and I have something important. I want to say to you, if you also struggle with these thoughts and the feelings of pain and frustration and hurt that accompany those thoughts one. Yeah, it's true. You have changed. And maybe your spouse like mine has expressed some of their frustration and some of their fears around this change. Maybe they've said things like, you broke your covenants. You lied. I wouldn't have married you if I would have known this. What are you going to do next? If you let this go, what's next? These hurt a lot. There's no sugarcoating here. That's hard stuff. And, And I get that your spouse, just like mine, probably was in a lot of pain themselves when they said these things. They're probably trying to cope with their own hurt and loss. That is probably very, very real. But this is the part I want you to really consider. And today they're still married to you. They're still here. They're still choosing you today. Maybe they even say they love you and choose you. Now I can hear some of you. Well, they're only still here today because they're loyal to the institution of marriage or they don't believe in divorce or because of the kids or some variation like that. Maybe that's true. They probably don't believe in divorce and they probably do have concerns around their kids and they probably are very loyal to the institution of marriage. And Just maybe they're also still here because they love you, they care for you, and they want you in their life. For some time, I was really fixated on the idea of not being liked, not being approved of in my marriage, you know, by my spouse because of my faith transition. I was really fixated on the pain and the hurt that that created for me, that I couldn't see my husband's love and care. The only reason I could fathom or understand why he would still be here and around was because the alternative seemed worse. Like the alternative to being here must have been worse, but clearly it was terrible for him to be here. Now I want to face the truth here. It is true that I changed and it's probably true that you changed. You probably changed the rules, probably changed 
you know, the plan. I get that. And my husband's still here, which means he still wants to be married to me. And your spouse is still there, which means they probably want to be married to you. Now, again, if you're like me, I had a really hard time believing this. I had a hard time believing that he would stay and still want to be married to me because he liked me and because he approved of me. Really struggled with that. And instead of trying to believe that and working towards that, instead what I did for a long time to cope with the pain and the hurt of you know not being approved of or liked anymore is, you know, I would, fine, I'll stop loving you protect myself from the pain of you not loving me or not approving me. This is a basic coping. It's the whole idea of like, I'll quit before you fire me. And I'd be curious to see if that's something you're doing in your marriage. For me, I had to really let it sink in. I had to really practice. I had to really cultivate the belief that he was still in this marriage because he wanted to be here and because he loved me. I had to soften into this and start to rekindle my own warmth towards him. And I had to learn to love him again. It really helped me to see I had changed a lot and he still is here and loved me. Maybe his love for me is more unconditional than I realized at first. I want to talk a little bit about this pathway to learning to love again, because like I said, if you're like me, you know, this, he doesn't like me. He doesn't approve of me, this pain, the sorrow. And then my reaction is like, fine, I won't love you anymore. And like withdrawing my own love and affection from the relationship. And I realized part of this path is starting to believe that he does love me and approve of me. And he's here because he wants to be in this marriage and then starting to rekindle that warmth for him again. I want to talk about this idea of feeling love. I think often we're taught that feeling love is like a two-way street, like a two-way street between like people in a relationship. I love him. So I flow love to him. And then he feels that love and he loves me. So he flows love to me and I feel that love. And then love is like this, like flowing river. And the only reason we're able to feel love is because they flow it to us. And then somehow we receive that. And I want to question that. (laughs) I'm not sure that's actually how it works. Now stick with me. Listen, consider this. Consider this. I think love actually might work this other way. I think loving thoughts, and then I feel love in my body. I think thoughts. I feel love in my body. I might think he's so wonderful. I'm so lucky. And then I might feel love. And I think a lot of times we characterize that as the love that we flow to our spouse. I also might think he loves me and he wants to be with me. He adores me and I feel love. And a lot of times we characterize that as the love that flows from our spouse to us. But notice, it was all actually just inside of me. 
feeling love in my body because I think that's the feeling of love. Now, whether that's because I think they love me and I think thoughts like, oh, they love me and they adore me and he's in love with me and and it loves to spend time with me and is delighted that I'm in his life. Those are still my thoughts. Now, I, I sometimes, how we talk about it is as if that flows from him and I somehow receive it. But those are my own thoughts that I'm creating. And then I feel love. Now I get, he might be saying and doing things that make it really easy for me to think those thoughts. That's fine. But I'm still choosing to think those thoughts. And if I think the thoughts, he's so, I'm like, he's so wonderful. I'm so lucky to have him. I'm so lucky to be in this relationship. He's such a funny, delightful, wonderful, pleasant, perfect fellow. And those are my thoughts. And just because I think that way and feel that way about him in no way guarantees that he feels love. Like he's got to filter my own words and behavior through his own thoughts and decide if that's going to create love for him. So this is like how it applies to this situation in my own mixed faith marriage is I realized that I had taken all the feedback from him and spun it or told the story to mean he didn't love me. He didn't approve. I was wrong, you know, after my faith transition. So I didn't experience love. Now he probably that whole time was saying loving things and doing loving things, but it was going through the filter of my brain and my brain was convinced he didn't love me because of the faith transition. And so I couldn't hear that. I couldn't feel, think those thoughts to feel that loving feeling. And I had to begin to take the feedback from him and spin it or tell a story to mean he does choose me. He does want to be with me. He likes to spend time with me. And then I could feel love again. And when I was starting to feel love again, whether that was because he loves me or because I love him, whatever the thought may have been, then I could now start acting with love. I could start feeling that warmth rekindled again. And I could start showing up very differently to the relationship, less distant, less cold, less checked out, more invested, more interested in connecting, more interested in feeling love about him, for him, and all of that. This is a bit of a process. So if you have had a phase transition and you've fallen a little bit out of love, it's okay. Sometimes that happens. And if you want to fall in love again, there is a path forward. There is a way to do that. If you're still really busy telling yourself that he doesn't like you or doesn't approve or she doesn't like you or she doesn't approve or, you know, whatever your version of those thoughts are, I'm, I'm sorry. I've been there. I get it. I know why we do it. But it's a very um, painful place to be. And if you want to step out of that and rekindle some warmth 
and create more love in your experience around this marriage and around your partner so you can show up with more warmth and love, you might want to reach out and work with me. You might want to get a coach to help you rekindle love in your relationship and to step away from those really painful thoughts about not being loved or approved in this relationship. And that, you know, they only stay because they don't like divorce. I realize those might be true and it's probably true. They still love you. And it's probably true. They still want to be with you. Go to brookboothcoaching.com and click on a free call to talk with me and let's see what's going on in your mixed faith marriage and see where you are in your journey towards love and connection in your marriage. See if I can't help. All right. Wishing you the very best.